Leave your excuses after the beep, a podcast created for anyone who has ever used an excuse to not do something that you said you would. Does this sound familiar? From busy, overworked, stressed out moms to thriving moms, wives, and health coaches, Kitty Clemens and Kyla McComas are Midwest moms who are breaking down excuses and empowering others to do the same. Listen in to hear which of our excuses we break down next. I'm Kyla McComas. And I'm Kitty Clemens. After the beep with Kitty and Kyla. Today we are going a little unscripted, which let's be real, we're never scripted, but a new level of just going with the topic at hand today. So we've been hearing a lot from people. We are just a couple of days away from Halloween, which is the kickoff of what most people consider to be the holiday season, starting with Halloween, moving into Thanksgiving, the, you know, Christmas and Hanukkah, the new year, all of those things just kind of make up that last quarter of the year, which tends to be a little hairy sometimes for people from a lot of perspectives, not just our nutrition per se, but our activity levels. And let's be real, the weather might play a factor in that. Kids are back in school full force and we have the kids' activities and concerts, snack days, and all of these things that just keep throwing things at us. And how are we focusing on still trying to show up and live out our healthy choices and our healthy habits so that we are able to start the new year on the right foot and not feeling like we're way behind the eight ball. So Kyla, <laughs> I haven't let you talk at all yet. <laughs> Please know I'm not here by myself. Have you felt any of this just ugh, these last few weeks as we've kind of approached the fall weather and you know the kids are full swing in school right now tell us what you have been experiencing in regard to just your health and the ability to kind of make healthy choices and what are your thoughts about the upcoming halloween holiday like what are you thinking about right now a lot right um you asking that question i originally thought like holy moly i'm about ready to well try to be mindful of the amount of money that I'm going to spend because let's be real, I have four kids and, and then siblings and nieces and nephews. And it's like, whoo, like if I'm not, yeah, again, being mindful of those things, you know, financially, this is the time of year that, you know, people do some damage. Right. <laughs> and, and that affects us more so than probably if you're trying to get healthy, it affects us probably more, but we use food as the the idea of like, okay, well, I'm stressed out because of this and this and this. So the holidays are here. It's good food. So I am just going to let it go off the wayside. So there's that part too for me. And what I was like sharing before was I'm having a 
I was having, and still am, it's still been hard to get back into the swing of things, but I was just in a rut. I was in a rut of, I didn't want to come down to my office. I um, was having a hard time even working inside because it's nice out, right? And then I go on this binge of like cleaning my kids' rooms, like deep cleaning, and it makes me feel really good, but I'm avoiding things that need to probably be done, right? And what did come out of that is that I I was able to listen to podcasts and start reading again. And that's those are the things I was avoiding, or I was just like, nah, I'm just not in the mood anymore. And I, I can tell you right now, like, sometimes you need a break. <laughs> but I felt like mine was way too long. Okay, something needs to change. I need to get back into what I really love. And a lot of times when I listen to a podcast or I read a book or whatever I'm doing, it's because there there is a message that needed to be relayed to me in this moment. And that's what happened. These podcasts, we're talking about financial scarcity. We're talking about, you know, a little bit of the spiritual side of things of just where you're at, you know, like, what are you doing on that side? And so it was like, yep, those are all the things that I'm falling short of right now. It felt good to get back. And especially like right now to before I <laughs> enter this holiday season. But I, I look at the holidays a little bit different than I have years ago. So that was a long story for me. But that is that was where I was at. It, it It's definitely been <laughs> these three months or a couple months. I, I didn't even know when this really hit me. But I was like, yep. I need to, I need to get back. I think that brings up a great point. And I feel like a lot of people have that shift as we move out of summer and into fall and winter is that we feel really good or we may feel like we're in a really great place with our routines. And then the slightest thing shifts and everything kind of follows that shift, but it happens so subtly that sometimes you don't even recognize that it's happening until we find ourselves kind of feeling like we're in this rut of just either not feeling fulfilled or, you know, extreme fatigue or feeling like we're pulled in a thousand directions and we're just not making progress with anything. A lot of times people just get stuck there and they stay in that rut until the holiday season. And then we're buying gifts and we're eating all this food and we're spending time with family. And so we can kind of mask some of that latency of life by bringing in these outside sources. And then we're stuck in the new year trying to hit reset and try to undo all of the things that we've been kind of hiding from or running away from for the last six months prior to that. That's where I feel like kind of in that that mindset of like, okay, what can I do right now? Because I know it's not going to get easier. I learned over the last five years that as the holidays come, especially between November and December, it's like a constant struggle for me to stay on track with all of the things that I want to stay on task with. And it's easy for me to get sucked into the, oh, I need to be preparing for the holidays. I need to be 
just like you said, buying gifts and trying to come up with the most magical Christmas season for my children. And how can I do that? And it's like this never ending cycle of thoughts that completely distracts me from everything else. Having that awareness now, like, okay, (laughs) what can we do this year that will make that process more simple? So already starting to kind of brainstorm gifts a little bit and um, getting my husband on board with what can we do that's going to not acquire a ton of extra time or thought or um, finances or whatever. I mean, it's interesting, right? It's interesting how we can allow all of those outside things to start to, to, to beat us down, break us down a little by little. It's totally, I feel like sometimes, even though this is a magical season with our kids, but it's almost like the time of year that I recognize that I will put myself into this almost like hibernation phase. And it's, it drives me like insane because I don't, I worry so much about the kids and the, like you were saying, the school and both sides of the family activities and, and work uh, stuff. You put so much of that into play. And then there's also the things that happen at those things that, or the family outings that you're like, you just can't control or you want to control, but you don't want to hurt somebody's feelings or not try something or, you know, like, mm-hmm. especially like my oldest loves to bake. So I can only imagine what this holiday season is going to bring with that. And I think it's getting that mentally prepared that we don't want to to be in this whole diet culture that you see kind of throwing around like and you and I like too like we want to enjoy the holidays we want to experience that with the kids but it's also laying it down of what what are your intentions for the holidays like what do you want to accomplish this year but also enjoying yourself and not not feeling like well I can't have this or this or and then you get frustrated and then you'll just put it on the back burner and then you'll even go deeper into the hole and then it's the new year. I was just talking to somebody earlier this week about Halloween and what do you do with all the Halloween candy because I mean I have two kiddos you have four so when you go trick-or-treating you get that much more candy brought back to your house than what I do. But yeah, you get it times four. I get it times two. And I think two is too much. But in the grand scheme of things, like I have trying to find this this healthy balance of like, yes, I want my kids to experience Halloween. I want them to be able to that excitement of going through your bag and finding your favorite things, all that kind of stuff. But then having that practical mindset of no one out there needs to indulge in 50 pieces of candy on one given day. And my nine and 11 year old are definitely not the people that need that. Like, (laughs) holy crap. No wonder they're so owly sometimes that sugar overload isn't good for anyone. And I don't know. I mean, your kids are a little, a little younger than mine, but mine do this great job of stashing this candy away and (laughs) they will binge eat it for days afterwards but they're still eating like 10 pieces of candy in a day, which is that's still an ungodly amount of sugar. Like why, 
why do we do this? But we don't want to approach them with like, right? We don't want to be like, you're eating too much junk, you know? And I've been known to do that too, because. Oh, I totally do. Yeah. Like in my head, I'm like, (laughs) I know what this is going to do to you because Mm -hmm. they'll about a stomach ache they'll complain about this they'll not yes. sleep well. but it's like approach it in a way that you're not taking the fun out of it and you're not like making them think that this is the worst thing you can have and I think that mm-hmm. goes to us like if we especially like Thanksgiving like when Thanksgiving approaches of course I love give me all the pecan pies and uh pumpkin pies like I love a good pie, but what I have done prior now, I mean, over the last five years, kind of like what you said is I'm going to provide myself with as much, you know, nutrition leading up to the event or health, you know, quote unquote, healthier nutrition, fuel myself with the things that I've done for the, over the last, again, five years. And then when it comes to the pie and all that stuff, I'm not taking three slices, you know, like, and that is kind of the Mm -hmm. same approach with Halloween. Like, you know, give your kids the breakfast, lunch, and dinner and snacks. And then when it comes to Halloween, like, let them have those pieces. The thing kind of with my family is that, yes, for the first like four or five days, it's like, give me all the Halloween. And then it just kind of fades. And then Mm -hmm. after like two weeks or whatever, I'm like, okay, we're done with this candy. It's it's in the trash. I've been known to just sneak it and throw it away. Like, cause really at that point, there's going to be something else. I mean, that's just it. There's always something, but I saw something the other day where somebody suggested, you know, letting your kids have whatever their favorite pieces are, you know, picking out 10, 15 pieces and then offering to buy their candy so like i'll give you twenty dollars for your candy Mm -hmm. and some kids are super money motivated and be like frick yeah give me the 20 bucks Mm -hmm. take the candy and then then you can candy right (laughs) donate it throw it away whatever but i was like hey that's not a terrible idea Mm -hmm. although my kids would probably use the money to buy their own candy because that's the stage of life that we're in Yeah, (laughs) they caught onto your thing. Your yeah. yeah, So there's that. So I don't know. There's that fine balance of trying to figure out, like, okay, how do we best approach the holidays? Not only for ourselves, for families, and this is definitely an episode geared toward (laughs) moms in the thick of it with littles. Um, But having, like, still trying to have the excitement of Halloween, being able to dress up and you know, do the Halloween parties, all that fun stuff, and yet not have it spoiled by the belly aches at the end of the day and the puking kids and the irritability because that's what sugar does to a lot of kids. My kids are definitely um, not the kids that just get hyper, but they get, uh, my youngest gets mean. Like she gets just feisty and mean and it's like, dang, okay. Yeah. This isn't good for anyone. <laughs> so just know that as the parent, you can create some boundaries with the candy and you don't have to eat it, right? If they don't see you indulging in 
all of the candy, then it's not something that's as normal for them. Not that you have to tell them, you know, you can't eat that or mommy's not eating it because X, Y, and Z. It's just as simple. No, thank you. You don't have to make a big deal about it. It's just no thank you. And find a different alternative. So that's Halloween. By the time this episode actually gets published, it may be after Halloween. Yeah. Yeah. This won't be the end of the holiday talk. I mean, let's be real. We are just heading into it right now. But I think highlighting and being aware of the seasons change, your environment change, changes, your mindset changes. And depending on how adamant you are about looking back at that intrinsic motivation and extrinsic motivation that we talked about last week um, and not allowing your feelings and emotions to um, dictate your actions and being intentional with your plan and your um, your process and your strategy. I mean, all of those things, you have to keep tapping back into those because you know we blink and we, we lose a week, I swear. Every week I'm like, dang, it's already Thursday or it's already Friday again. Or some people have the Monday, the Monday blues of like, oh, how is it Monday already? You know, like the world keeps going so fast. And if we're not intentional and making choices and decisions that are moving us forward in the direction that we want to go, we are going to be sucked into what somebody else has in store for us, which isn't much. So agree. Agree. Yeah. So yeah, I love this. On that note, we will table our thoughts until next week. (laughs) Agree. All right. Thanks for joining us. We'll chat again soon. 